0: What's up everyone welcome to this day of philly sports history for january 14th 2023 and not much to update on uh philly sports um there there wasn't any games last night i mean villanova they they played and lost to butler um they're, they've been struggling with the new coach and that's something as football season winds down we're going to get more into some of the college basketball um scene since we did take the time to preview it uh just kind of do a mid-season check-in and see, see where we're at and what's going on. But um, gave me time to think. And I, before I get into that, real quick, housekeeping. If you haven't done so already, check out the new Back to the Future. That's with a PH where uh, it's NFL playoffs. We are uh, starting this afternoon. We did our NFL playoff preview as well as how far we think the Eagles are going to go. Also took a look at Howie Roseman's offseason moves this year uh, and then examine what would have happened if Chip Kelly never got fired and he never got out of the, the, the infamous closet. So definitely check that out wherever you get your podcast, Back to the Future with a PH. But something I was thinking about, we talked about the, before I get into today's This Day, um, we talked about that Saints-Eagles divisional playoff game down in New Orleans the other day where Sheldon Brown uh, got the hit on Reggie Bush. And there was a, a song that somebody did It was a local song And it was to the uh, It had like the melody and the beat from a Red Hot Chili Pepper song um, I'm not going to hurt your ears and sing it But it just It was in my head all day yesterday And it kind of got me thinking, you don't really see those produced pump-up songs anymore. Um, we had back in the 90s, it was the Bring Home for Jerome. I remember there's all kinds of rap songs and, and all whatever back then for the teams. Um, I believe there was some for the Sixers when... Um, well, actually, maybe the Sixers is what changed that. Because when they went on their run in 2001, it was Ain't No Stopping Us Now was kind of like their theme. And even with the Phillies this year... They had Dancing on My Own, which was that. But I miss a good, like, pump up, like, song, like the Bring It Home for Jerome or the the one, uh, like, for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And what happened to them? Now, I mean, I'm not talking about those knucklehead dudes in San Diego uh, this year that did, like, the four white dudes that were just, like, trying to be cool hip hop guys, but, like, a decently produced pump up song about the team get the players in there throw some highlights get some merle reese in there i don't know maybe it's just me maybe those songs are out there and i'm just missing it or maybe it's because all of the radio stations now are owned by big conglomerates so sometimes you don't have local djs but i don't know if there are some pump up songs out there for the eagles for this year send them my way because i'm a sucker for that i definitely like them and it gets me pumped up too but anyway all right so this day philly sports history we are going to go back to 1922 and in the, on this day in 1922 ben Shibe passed away so you're probably asking who the hell is ben Shibe? well he was president and part owner of the philadelphia athletics for some of you that may or may not know um especially some and this is not a knock against the generation. So if you're a younger uh, person listening to this, you might not know that at one point, Philly had two baseball teams. You had the Phillies and the A's, and yes, the same A's now that are playing in Oakland that might be moving to Vegas um, at some point. but they they played uh, both in the same city and before they moved to Oakland, they were in Kansas City, but, Ben Scheib was the president of the Philadelphia A's and part of, um, I think he owned like 50% of the team. So he worked before that, before he got involved with the A's, he worked for the AJ Reach Sporting Good Company. And basically they were a Philadelphia company that made baseballs, footballs, boxing gloves, just basically manufactured them. Um, He had, I forget where it was located, but like he had like, Brought the factory into Philly. It gave people jobs. It was actually a pretty cool story. But he was the man that him and his sons actually invented the machine to mechanically stitch baseballs. So prior to that, they were basically – all the baseballs were hand-sewn. So this allowed the baseballs to be standardized. So all the baseballs were the same. So before they really kind of took off with this process and this machine – some of the records kind of could be questionable. And like I don't know how different the baseballs were. But now like that's a big deal in Major League Baseball, making sure all the baseballs are the same, uh, same weight, same whatever. But it wasn't until Ben Scheib and his sons came up with this way to mechanically sew the baseballs that everything became sort of standardized and everybody was on the same page. And this company actually, um, the AJ Reach Sporting Good Company, they also had – they uh, created the first prototype for Major League Baseball batting helmets because uh, in light of what happened with um, DeMar Hamlin. Back then, there was a lot of injuries and and players actually died from getting hit in the head with helmets. So local Philly company that was responsible for standardizing the stitching of baseballs as well as the batting helmet prototype, which didn't necessarily get used, but uh, it kind of led the way for batting helmets to be be used and, and manufactured. So back to Ben Scheib, who died this day in 1922. After he left the AJ Reach Sporting Good Company, he obviously had some money because he figured out how to standardize producing baseballs, he bought 50% of the A's and was named the president. So why is he an important person? Why are we talking about him? He he was the owner of a team that doesn't even exist in Philly. Well, Shibe Park was named after him and Shibe Park was where the Phillies and the A's both Played their games. You may know it more, or more famously, as Connie Mack Stadium, which they changed in the fifties after the A's had left. Um, but it was located at Twenty First and Lehigh. Uh, probably not necessarily the the. Um, it's not. It doesn't show up on the tours that you get from, um, like if you take a double decker bus tour or a trolley tour. But I've driven past it. There is a uh, historical marker there where. I think it was where, like, the home plate corner was. Um, But everybody loved the stadium. It had um, a lot of good reviews. It just was old. So um, if you're ever in Philly and you're interested in, like, the historical markers, there is one at 21st and Lehigh for Shy Park slash Connie Mack Stadium. Um, But figured figured it was a slow day. Figured I'd give you guys a little nugget of history there but on this day 1922 Ben Shibe passed away and just to kind of preview some things um, I do have some just from because of the way I plan and everything there I do have a future episode and future things to talk about of what have what would have happened if the Phillies stayed or Phillies left and the A stayed and different things like that so stay tuned for that but on this day in 1922 Ben Shibe The former owner and president of the Philadelphia Athletics died on this day. Uh, He also was responsible for standardizing the production of Major League Baseball. So go have yourselves a Saturday. Enjoy the playoffs. Dougie P plays. But until next time, I will see you when I see you.